Psalm 35. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon them when he does not know it. And let the net that he had hid ensnare him. Let him fall into it, to his own destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me things of which I do not know. They repay me evil for the good. My soul is bereft. But I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed down on my chest. I went about all as though I grieved for my friend or my brother. As one who laments his mother, I bowed down in mourning. But at my stumbling, they rejoiced and gathered. They gathered together against me. Wretches whom I did not know tore at me without ceasing. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation. In the mighty throng, I will praise you. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes. And let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace. But against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouth against me. They say, aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. But you have seen, O Lord, be not silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, our hearts desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether, who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. And let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and your praise all the day long. Amen. Accusations Distrust, hate, 
violence. Well, does not that describe the public environment of today? It's on the right. It's on the left. It's on the news. We read it on bumper stickers. We plant banners in our front yards, all in the promotion of our view or our group. Today, we can make enemies by simply and calmly stating something as simple as, we believe in the dignity of the unborn, or gun rights need to be well regulated, or even the earth is getting hotter. To say such things, and there are so many more, brings hateful words and acrimony being hurled at us. Is there any other way? Well, yes, there is. And I believe Psalm 35 is steeped in that path. David, as king, had made mistakes, serious ones, sinful ones, and had alienated people who had once been close to him. Politics being what they are, he afterwards had a group that opposed him, that worked against him as king, that slandered him as a man. They sought his destruction. How did he handle it? Well, at first reading, Psalm 35 seems to be like a long prayer of complaint or lament. It's it's personal, extremely personal. Those enemies have laid traps for him, and David is asking for God to intervene. In the middle of the prayer, David gives a clue of a different way than retaliation. He speaks of those who are quiet in the land. Those are the people who do not play the game or follow the rules of social or personal politics. They do not become defensive at accusation, but let their lives and words speak the truth of who they are. Many points, they simply do not respond. When they are personally accused, they remain quiet. This makes them especially vulnerable to attacks by malicious gossips. But they are the ones God chooses to stand by. The path of the quiet in the land is a way of meekness, the way of Christ. When Jesus was being accused before the high priest and Pilate, he mostly did not respond. In his teaching, he spoke of this way when he told us to Pray for our enemies, for their welfare, not to curse them. He lived this when he forgave those who put him on the cross. Do those who follow in this path, the quiet in the land, do they do anything? Or are they only passive? Well, David is not Christ, but as a sinful but forgiven human being, he shows us how this meekness might be lived out. First, when faced with bad fortune, the bad fortune of others, others who are duplicitous, he shows them compassion. He says, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with my head bowed upon my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friend or my brother, as one who laments his mother. I bowed down in the morning for them. How difficult that would be. Yes, but also how Christ-like. David then in his praying places his security in God. Those who oppose him and his seeking of God's will, God will deal with them in his own way, in his own time. 
And that is what David prayed for. From the integrity of his heart, he asked God to bring his protection and justice into his situation. May those who are blameless be vindicated. May the truth be seen and shame fall on those who lie. Of all the teaching of Christ that we find in the scriptures, this one seems to be one of the most difficult to live out. I've never been good at turning the other cheek or of holding my tongue when accused of something. But I am learning to trust God to deal with enemies and the lies that are spoken against me. We should always seek God's strength in our dealings with those who want to hurt us, our enemies. We should look for his encouragement. David asked the Lord, said to him, Say to my soul, I am your salvation. And then, in just a few verses later, he prays God for speaking to his heart. Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. As disciples of Christ, as those who follow him, shouldn't we be different than the culture around us? But how different are we if we hurl and hurt our defensiveness towards those who accuse us? When it comes time to speak, say the truth and let it hang there in the air for all the world to see and hear. Trust God to contend with those who seek to hurt you, you who are his child. Well, maybe this seems radical, but love and openness towards one another is what our sick culture needs now. It will only see that in the quiet of the land, his church, those who trust him for his vindication. We are the demonstration of hope that God has for our people. So, let us trust him for our vindication. Let us pray. Our Father, you know where we are wrong, and you know where we are right. Look upon our situation and see those who work for our harm. Listen to them and what they say, and bring your truth to bear upon our circumstance. Help us to follow our Lord Jesus Christ, who always knew when to speak and when to be quiet. Help us to not participate in the us and them of our culture, but to be that example of trusting you and your Son, our Lord and Master. Today we put our interactions with those in our lives in your hand. Shape what we say and do so that it points to you. In Jesus' name alone do we pray this. Amen and amen. Amen.